0: Welcome to the Milrose Podcast. I'm Lori Neff with Mark Bretta. Michelle Van Loon is with us. Hey, hey. <laughs> and we know Michelle. She's a good friend of of ours. An author, a retreat leader. What else do you? I know you're a writer. You do blogs Part-time and books. Student, okay. Yeah. Grandma, Aww.
1: wife, mischief maker. Ooh, I like. I like, <laughs> I like all of that the, last part. Uh, yeah. Ramble browser. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And um, you were on um, Midday Connection in the past, and I know you are still connected with Melinda Schmidt. You guys are doing a kind of Milrose type of thing. What are you guys doing?
1: Mm. Yes, this is an in real life version of Milrose, where Mm -hmm. she's gathered a few people who are kind of connected to her, but not to one another, Mm. to show up, sit around a table and bring topics of conversation and we jump right into the deep end and it's been really a a wonderful and interesting experiment. So for anyone who's listening, this is completely doable Mm -hmm. in real life.
0: How often do you guys meet? About every other week. Wow, that's a lot. That's a commitment.
1: Right, and we're talking about everything from current events, politics, hmm. to spiritual mm. formation questions. So it's very interesting to sit at a table with people that mm-hmm. I don't really know hmm. and go right for truth and intensity in these kinds of conversations and laughter. Mm, that's cool. Is it the same group it's, of people it's the generally? Same, yeah, okay. it's the same group. Oh, that's good. And so. our, is,
0: would everyone in that group um, identify as like a Christ follower or...
1: Yes, but okay. mm-hmm. from all different yeah. kinds of uh, experiences cool. and theological positions, mm-hmm. I I think it's it's neat that not everyone is from the same church right. same background. Right. So, right, right. and we're all in the second half of our lives. So uh-huh. we're we've all got lots of different life experiences, <laughs> travel experiences, family backgrounds. So Nice. Cool. Well I have all sorts of logistics questions. I know, right? know? <laughs> but,
0: but so like do you so are each person brings a topic mm-hmm. and do you have a time limit for each topic or you just kinda go with the flow?
1: Well right now because Melinda is the expert yeah. at <laughs> at guiding these conversations. She's we all kind of look to her for our cues as oh, far as okay. when we've exhausted our topics. <laughs> and we usually are proposing three topics per oh, gathering. So okay. um, there have been Five to six of us, we may oh. be adding someone after the beginning of the year. Oh, so. wow. That's cool. That, you wow, that's that, a good group.
0: It really does sound doable. I'm glad you said that because, yeah, I mean, thankfully you have a pro, radio <laughs> <Yes>. pro. <laughs> but I don't think you have to be. Right. Just no. Just just some sort of awareness of like conversation and mm-hmm. relational dynamics, and I think you're good to go. Right.
1: Yeah. And it helps to have soup or dessert, oh. <laughs> something <laughs> something to kind of keep yeah. you at the table. Right. Um, But it's definitely something that could be replicated, and I hope that it is. Yeah, me Mm
0: -hmm. too. Uh, You know, I'll confess it sounds a little intimidating to me. To, <laughs> to do it, though I would show up at, if someone set one up. But I oh, think yeah. to do it myself, this, this what we're doing right here with microphones,
1: feels a lot easier. <laughs> right, <laughs> It's like six people because there's three of us sitting at this table, but there's also the microphone. Yeah, <laughs> no, right, that's right. It's like six. <laughs> yeah. And
2: well, it's different. I mean, the dynamic has to be different, too, because yeah. we usually pick people we know right. or are familiar right. with. Mm-hmm. And so for Melinda and you guys to just get sick strangers in essence, mm-hmm. that's got to be, like you said, intimidating on some level. Yeah. But it's cool to meet new people as well. Absolutely. I
1: see yeah. a lot of benefit mm-hmm. in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm really, really enjoying this. It's stretching. And I find that the next day or two after we meet, I'm kind of turning over the thoughts mm-hmm. and the ideas that I've been hearing. And that's a good thing. It, yeah. shows, it shows me that learning is going on. Absolutely. Well, that makes me think of my topic
0: for today. Do you mind if I jump in? Sure, do okay, it. do it. All right. Well, so I've been thinking about getting LASIK surgery. Ooh. So this is like that's a this is a rabbit trail, but yeah. I I like I have really bad eyesight. So anyway, I went in for my consultation, and uh, my doctor that I saw um, was this wonderful man with a beard and a turban, and. Um, and I saw he had a bracelet on. And um, and, and so I, I saw him. You could see from his outward appearance that there's something else going on in his life. Hmm. And so I Googled it after the appointment. I didn't ask him right there. I almost did. But, um, you know, he was a wonderful man. And I enjoyed talking to him. But I kind of felt like... I don't know. It felt kind of nervy to be like, "Oh, so what's the turban powder?" I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't ask it like that, but I right. just, I couldn't. I was thinking about my eyes and how they're dilated, and I wasn't thinking about a good question. So, so, um, so I googled it, and um, his faith then, or his um, religious group, would be um, the Sikhs, mm-hmm. and something I know basically nothing about. Mm-hmm. I had to Google and like research, and I was actually kind of embarrassed that I didn't know very much about them. And so I was talking to my husband this morning reading off this website about what they believe and it was just they they have wonderful beliefs. Um you know, I, I wouldn't agree with everything, but you know, a lot of volunteerism, service, mm-hmm. giving honesty is a high value. Um God um want they serve one God. Um they don't believe that God ever Came in human form, so they wouldn't believe in Jesus Christ. But um, anyway, this got me thinking. I mean, th- this um, journey of great research and being exposed to how another person lives um, was based on what I saw in the outward appearance. And you know, I, I was thinking this morning, man, I, it would be so interesting if. Like Christians had some sort of like identifier, physical identifier, you know, like like a <laughs> turban or bracelet or you know. And I have to be honest, I'm so thankful we don't, <laughs> because, because I fail and fail. I would be like, I don't know. To me, that would just be defeating or something.
1: Hmm. Do you re- relate yeah. to that? Well. I would like the idea of not having to think about what I was putting on every day. Right, (laughs) Right. yeah. I can't lie about that. Yeah,
0: sure. Yeah, I get that. But
1: there are other communities, Mm -hmm. Amish communities, Orthodox Jewish communities, Mm -hmm. certain Muslim Mm -hmm. communities where... Everyone is dressing the same to identify to one another right. as well as to the outside mm-hmm. world. Yeah, to the right. world.
0: Like you know where they stand right. and what their values are based right. on their mm-hmm. outward appearance. Mm-hmm. And you don't – I don't know. It just – I was so intrigued by right. that. And I, I think with Christianity, we have a lot of freedom in Christ, mm-hmm. which I'm mm-hmm. so thankful for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought of the verse that they'll know we are Christians by our love, right? Mm-hmm. So that really is our big identifier. Right. And how good am I at at Expressing exhibiting that, yeah. love, right? Yeah. Ugh.
2: I know. When you said that, I thought about, you know, when you said we don't have an ide- any yeah. identifiers. right, right. And it's like... Well, there's people who wear the crosses around mm-hmm. their neck. Right, but that's... Like, I but, know, but that's but so generic like, right? now. Like, yeah. everybody does it, right. per se. Right.
0: Whether they believe, right. you
2: know, Or, the, right. or yeah. the fish on the back of your right. car. Right. Or the Christian radio station <laughs> bumpers. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: right, right. Or name any names. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 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 right, right. Christian t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Or, right.
0: And I yeah. wonder if that's, like, why those things exist. Because people want that sort of symbol, mm-hmm. that outward symbol. And we don't have a consistent one. Uh, maybe the fish might be the, right. you know, mm-hmm. the fish, the ichthus. That
2: mm-hmm, might right. be
0: the the closest thing to right symbol. Yeah.
2: But it's and but we don't have the. I don't want to say what's the right word for it. Obligation or the, or, or the yeah. cultural right right like so the they, requirement. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and so the turban or whatever yeah. accessories they're wearing. Mm-hmm. Right. they're wearing because it is a part of. Their culture, or their beliefs, or right. traditions— their traditions— right. where we don't really have any, yeah. like you said, mm-hmm. and and the pressure of it, like you said. I mean, when I see, and, I, and it's hard because you don't want to be judgmental, but when you see someone with that, mm. a- driving in the car, yeah, and then they tell you you're number one, then you're like, wait,
0: <laughs> <laughs> number one in yes, quotes. quote unquote, <laughs> right, right, right. You <laughs> know, um,
2: um. so it's like, oh, wait, but you have the
0: yeah, Fish the Jesus on your... bumper sticker. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I yeah. know. And I so, know. and then the
2: reverse wise for me, mm-hmm. it always checks myself. So I'm like, well, I don't want to put that on my car. I Because then it's the pressure to be. Yeah that way. I mean, maybe I should put it on there to right, check to be, myself. Right, to
0: be consistent. Oh, right. <laughs> well, I wonder, like, this this man, um, you know, part of his belief system is that basically they're pursuing the fruits of the Spirit. Like, mm-hmm. that's the Christian language. Mm-hmm. But but they're pursuing um, joy, faith, hope, love, peace, patience, kindness, goodness. That Like, that whole structure, like, that's what they're pursuing. So when they fail, hmm. you know, and they're, you can tell by their outward appearance, you know, that they hold these values high and they fail. I wonder how that feels to them
1: right because it's
0: it's they're branding
1: themselves. Yeah so that must be doubly hard, I it, would think. It seems like it would be Now mm-hmm. interestingly as you're quoting you know that they'll know that we're Christians by our love yeah. by our expression mm-hmm. of that. I come I'm 56 and I come from a generation of hearing songs, and hearing language that was, they will know you are Christians by your t-shirt and by your happy smile, <laughs> yeah. no matter what. They'll mm. they'll come and they'll ask you, why are you so happy in this circumstance? Mm. And I think that we've gotten it in our, our minds that we're responsible for being kind of PR agents uh, for God, mm-hmm. like that kind of thing mm-hmm. is going on. And I think we're moving into a time where we're going to be able to demonstrate Christ's love, but it will look more like courage or self sacrifice or the true definitions of what love is. Right. That will look a lot like an outfit because we're going to be mm-hmm. st- perhaps different than the people around us, yeah. making different choices. Right. So,
0: yeah. Oh, hmm. yeah. I'm just, my mind is spinning now because that. Uh, that just looks so different for different mm-hmm. Christians mm-hmm. and how you approach scripture, how you approach what this looks like mm-hmm. to live out love in our community. For some people, it may be, boy, you have to like keep the rules. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for other people, it's like, boy, you have to really like extend grace or or maybe rules is too harsh of a word, but like truth, mm-hmm. truth is your, you know, your primary aim. And the other one is like, oh, but grace and
1: right. peace or I don't know. Right. it's Yeah and empathy, lots of empathy. So Mm -hmm. that's on one side. And the other challenge, I think, is that we have this idea, when we're talking about outward appearance, that brings up questions of modesty. Mm -hmm. A lot of these Mm -hmm. religions that have specific kinds of dress codes that go with them kind of trickle back to some sort of modest appearance, set-apart appearance and modest appearance. And that opens up a whole other right. kind of discussion about right. what, what that really means. Right. Mm-hmm. Whew. Yeah. That could go a You're lot of different welcome. directions. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Michelle. <laughs> now, this is good stuff to think about. So, yeah, think about it. And, you know, let us know what you think. We're on Facebook. You can email us, right, Mark?
2: Right on the website, yep. mailrosepodcast.com
0: Awesome. We'll be right back. Are you looking for a way to intentionally connect with God in creative ways? Join me for the Everyday Prayer Podcast. It's eight minutes in your day to spend some reflective time with God. Learn more at everydayprayerpodcast.com. That's everydayprayerpodcast.com. Or find Everyday Prayer Podcast on Facebook.
2: Well, this week I was uh, surfing around on uh, Relevant Magazine's website.
0: I love that I know, magazine, the website. Do they still do the print? They still do the print magazine. I think they do, because yeah. I think
2: I had gotten it at least last year Yeah. Until I know, it ran I, out. I, I mostly
0: just read them online, and they're mm-hmm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Do you yes. You read them? Yes. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much material yeah, on right. there, and I like, mm-hmm. I mean, duh, they're relevant. <laughs> 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 and one of the articles I saw was uh, entitled, Not Everything is Meant to be shared, Oh. which, you know, and there's a picture of a person holding uh, a cell phone or a smartphone. Oh. And so, you know, it makes you uh-huh. think about social media mm-hmm, and the yeah. way you're sharing stuff. And uh, the writer, uh, Lee Liebman, well, talks about just, you know, the everyday type of engagement that we're on, where something's exciting in your life, you want to go on and share it. And how important are those things that you're sharing? Like, how relevant are these mm-hmm. things really? Yeah, I mean, is it more because... You're showing off how great your life is, or you, you have no re- one
0: else to share, <laughs> right, right? Exactly, like in real yeah, life, in person, yeah. right?
2: And so that was a challenge to me. And she, you yeah. know, she took it in the direction of of how she's spending her time and, mm. and you know, how she's meditating on scripture versus just constantly posting her status. Yeah. And that challenged me uh, to think about okay, well, why do I even want to share what's going on in my mm. life? Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I, for those that know me i'm pretty much a private person mm-hmm. but for those who do know know me i'm open and honest and mm-hmm. can can hold a conversation we can talk about anything but when it comes to like generic the, gener- the general public mm-hmm. it's sort of like i don't want you to know what's going in, on in my life mm-hmm. you know i don't want you to know where i live mm-hmm. i have a p.o box <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what i mean right and that type of you know why why is that um I don't know. I just don't think... I mean, first, I think it's because I'm an introvert. Mm -hmm. And so it's sort of choosing... So
0: it feels intrusive. Right, Mm -hmm. Uh right. Because I mean,
2: growing up, I think my family was people-oriented, which is the extrovert part or my tendencies in that personality profile. But I also just need that time alone. Mm -hmm. And so for people to be popping by all the time, Mm -hmm. I was like... You know, I didn't really want that to happen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then working in media too, Mm -hmm. you know, I kind of get a little antsy about, okay, now people know my name and now they know where I live. And so I was trying to like avoid that type of thing. So then why do I have this uh, sudden urge to like, oh, I got to say something on Twitter about this or Mm -hmm. I got to post something on um, Facebook so that people know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And there's that mix of like, well, what am I looking for Mm -hmm. as far as why I'm posting stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, have you ever thought through...
0: Like motivation? Yeah. Maybe yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Have you thought through your motivations or why you post stuff or what you post? I mean, I see both of you online too, yeah. but...
1: Yes, I'm online a lot. And part of it is the nature of the beast. My, my vocation is a writer and a communicator. And so I'm trying to keep a conversation going with the people that are in my... Facebook world and Twitter world, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to be intentional. It's not so much about showing off. Look at my awesome life, you know. <laughs> and, uh, keep all the bad stuff in the closet and just show you my awesome self. But it's it's more about for me keeping a conversation going, mm-hmm. and um, I. Do kind of a little bit of self-examination mm-hmm. every so often, just to kind of mm-hmm. think through about why am I doing what am I what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. How is this coming out of neediness for me, mm-hmm. or because I am an extrovert and I'm living an introvert life because I'm a writer, mm-hmm. which is just so weird. Mm-hmm. So this is my way of having kind of community, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. at one sense, you know, so that I can talk to people or share ideas. While I'm working on something Mm -hmm. that's very isolating or lonely in writing. Mm -hmm. Or not lonely so much as alone. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I like how you said Mm -hmm. that. Just kind of continue that conversation Mm -hmm. or cultivate that conversation online. Yeah, I I have like so many mixed motivations when it comes to what I post on on Facebook or Mm -hmm. blog about. You know, some of it is... My own personal therapy, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> verbalized
2: exactly. things. Mine, yeah. <laughs> too. Yep. Yep. <laughs>
1: Can't and, lie. And,
0: and some, like, authenticity is, like, one of my highest mm-hmm. values. And I just want to, like, I just want to offer it to other people, like, this. And I've had this conversation with my mom and, and my husband, too, because they feel like I'm a little too open Hmm. About my difficulties, my pain, my depression that I've struggled with, and, like and all this. Specifically online? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. They're afraid that I'm, or they're not afraid, but they're just like, wow, I, like, why would you say that online? Hmm. And I, and I feel like my vulnerability is reaping wonderful things in the world. Hmm. I mean, yes. I, and I don't say that to like, ooh, look at me, I'm awesome. But I think if we model authenticity mm-hmm. for right. people, they're also authentic like they Mm -hmm. can see oh well somebody's doing it doing you know saying this difficult stuff here so i'm not the weird one who's all alone thinking these Mm -hmm. weird thoughts or i don't know who struggled with depression or has a messy house and just can't even deal with it or Mm -hmm. or whatever i i just feel like we need more realness yeah and and so that is my primary motivation. Mm-hmm. Like I love putting out like a weird, dumb thing that I just did mm-hmm. and just laughing mm-hmm. about yeah. it with people. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Or like a difficult uh, thing that I'm dealing with or, or a funny thing or whatever. And I get great joy and 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 so here's my mixed motivation. I love, love, love getting lots of likes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Me that's too. So here's my I love that's you. So funny. <laughs> Girl, Awesome. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: I do. I like that affirmation mm-hmm. quite a yeah. lot.
1: <laughs> That's so I funny. I'm so
0: embarrassed that I just said that, but it's no. true. Oh, See, you're so... just, you're
1: doing exactly, exactly what, what you just you do. do. right. You're doing what you you're do. You're being
2: authentic.
1: <laughs> yeah. But you know what? You know, isn't that everybody's motivation? <laughs> Like me,
0: <laughs> yes, affirm me. Tell me right. I'm not weird. Right. You know, t- I'm so, or maybe
1: that you're fr- not alone. Not alone. That's right. the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not the only one. I yeah. I love the phrase. I wish I could take credit for it. It's an awesome phrase. You give people the gift of going second. Ooh, hmm. this I believe. I I would like to attribute it to writer Anne Marie Miller, hmm. um, who's had an interesting journey. She'd be someone interesting to talk to, actually. Hmm. But um, as far as what you do with what you just described, right down to the, I kind of need to be liked. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. And everybody else, we all said, amen. Yeah, we all like right. to be liked. Mm-hmm. So,
0: well, say more about that quote. Like how, like you give the gift of...
1: Going, going second. second. So when uh, you
0: go first, oh, then other people can be like, yeah, me yes. too. Me oh, yeah. yes. oh, too. That's oh, great. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. that's yeah. a that's beautiful.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's not yeah. me first. Right. It's the gift of being second. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> right. Ooh, that is a yeah. good quote. Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah. when you say something awkward you did, yeah. you know, and I, I share that stuff too because mm-hmm. I. I guess I don't have a very good filter. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I did. Oh, I
0: love people with no filter. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> That's why we're friends, Michelle. Yes. 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 Well, what, Transparent. What are, you, what are you thinking about that, well, Mark? It well, it's funny that you uh-huh, said that because yeah. something
2: just happened last night. Oh, Even though yeah. I, th- I thought this was going to be the topic for yeah. me for today. Yeah. Something happened last night online. Uh-huh. And... um i'm trying to i'm trying to think do i tell you the exact thing because it's not a big deal so a friend of mine mr private Person. i know right <laughs> yes. well it's, it's other people's privacy too so i oh, feel bad oh. ta- talking yeah. about someone okay. else's things. we'll sure.
1: call him x okay <laughs> <It's>
2: <laughs> mr. well x. they they went um back home to the philippines to uh-huh. visit family And on her way back, because it's uh, Miss X, (laughs) (laughs) comes (laughs) comes back, and she took this awesome picture on the plane. Uh And it was um, of the skyline of Chicago Mm. with the clouds. It was that one cloudy Mm. day. Yes. And so she posted it. You know, a bunch of people liked it, and, and it was done. Well, then yesterday... I'm doing work, and I had the news on in the background, and they featured her picture <gasps> on the news. Oh, cool. And so I was like, oh, this is cool. Super I'm going like... to screen cap the news yeah. picture yeah. and post it on her wall to say, hey, your picture made the news. Yeah. So did that, and um, I'm actually better friends with her sister who now we're chatting online. I'm like, I'm posting your sister's thing on her page. And she's like, oh, that's cool. Um, can you get the video, blah, blah, blah. And so I posted it. And then all of a sudden, all these likes started coming through. Oh. And I knew none of these people. So they're Weird. all on her page. Oh. So except for my one friend, yeah, her yeah. sister, uh-huh. liked it. And at one point last night, it got up to like 135 likes. Oh my goodness. And I said to her sister, I'm like, who are all these people? <laughs> <laughs> and right. she was like, that's pretty typical. Wow. I'm like, well, all right. I mean, I, on a good day get close to 50 on a post. <gasps> mm-hmm. You know yeah. that, and I'm happy and, about it. And
0: that's right. really good. Right,
2: right. So yeah. then she goes, "Well, I just looked at one at her birthday which was this past week." Yeah. Oh. Um the sister says, "I looked at my sister's birthday and I think she has like 175 likes." Wow. Uh, so what do I do? I went back to last June when oh, my birthday uh... is.
1: To see, yeah. I love. Thinking. I <laughs> love that you did that because we've all done we, something yes. like that. That's right. so true. You just gave all the people listening <laughs> okay, to this the gift of going Yes, you're not the only one. Yeah,
0: for sure.
2: Oh, I know. So I said to her, I was like, "Well, I have 199, so I'm okay still."
0: this brings up this whole comparison mm-hmm. thing right. and that's the that's the dark side I think mm-hmm. I think because mm-hmm. I can like spiral into that you mm-hmm. know right. that comparison thing and then you know I see Anita and Melinda posting things so I'm like oh they got a lot of likes on their mm-hmm. picture and I right. didn't get any <laughs> likes on right. my and then it's like me. ooh why, why am I unless even doing that unless we're tagged that? in the uh-huh. picture with them yeah <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Then, then we automatically right. get a lot. Yeah. yeah. They, they boost our ratings. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And I know this is all part of the whole social media conversation mm-hmm. that many people are having about how Facebook just isn't healthy for some people right. because of the comparison thing. Yeah. And I have had friends who leave because they get sucked into it, mm-hmm. like leave Facebook. Right. Um, and I get that. Yeah. I right. I do get that. And, you know, what do you guys do when you... when when that hooks you, when that mm. comparison thing hooks you.
1: It can help to back off yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, and in backing off, just like with any other form of fasting, mm. Mm. here's my true confession. When I've fasted, all I do is think about food.
0: Yeah, mm. right. Mm-hmm. And
1: mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. the same principle applies yeah. that all of a sudden I realize I it, there's a little bit of weird addiction addictive behavior that's Mm -hmm. happening that i need to deal with this Mm -hmm. in order to be healthy so it doesn't feel like an addiction but it is definitely something that has lots of tugs lots of weights lots of hooks Mm -hmm. and so and we've all done that oh look how popular they are i Mm -hmm. i need to figure out where I'm validated, so I can either be celebrating my awesome self mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. I can be plunged into the bit of despair right mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. one ninety nine yeah. right yeah,
2: <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, that's probably about the same for me, yeah. where I'm like I'm already careful about what mm-hmm. I post anyway, and i yeah. I try to be deliberate mm-hmm. if it's something funny Mm -hmm. or if it is something with family Mm -hmm. then it has to be significant because i am not one of those people who every five minutes am posting something yeah especially on twitter Mm -hmm. where people can tend to do that yeah i'm not that type of person i feel like if it's profound enough quote unquote for me Mm -hmm. then i'll post it yeah and so yeah so i think it's i I like that principle of fasting yeah yeah Yeah,
0: just taking a break Mm -hmm. or scaling back yeah yeah that's good and evaluating taking that time to just think through mm-hmm. what are my motivations mm-hmm. here what what really matters
2: mm-hmm.
0: praying about it maybe mm-hmm. yeah right. cuz you know these things matter to god mm-hmm. too you yeah. know right.
1: Right.
0: they definitely do yeah i mean not to be cheesy or whatever but you know our value is you know ultimately found in god so mm-hmm.
1: You know, mm-hmm, that's, right. but it's, it's hard to lose track of that. I can yeah. be cheesy right now and yeah. say, he likes us all the time. Yeah. Like, 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 oh, like, right. like, that's like. true. Like. I love that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry. I had to do it. it slightly
0: cheesy, but. That, <laughs> I had to but, do it. But that meant but something to me, yeah, actually. Yeah. So mm-hmm. thank you. <laughs> like. <laughs> awesome. I'm glad you brought that topic, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. So that's good on Relevant one. Magazine. So we'll right. post that. We'll post the link to it. Awesome. Okay. Well, we'll be back with your topic, Michelle.
2: We're thankful that you've taken the time to listen to the Milrose podcast. Subscribe now on your favorite podcast media player and make sure you always get the latest episodes. Whether you have an iPhone, iPad, Android phone or tablet or a Windows device, or maybe you listen right on your computer. Just go to our website, milrosepodcast.com and subscribe.
0: All right. Well, this is the Milrose Podcast. I'm Lori Neff with Mark Bretta and Michelle Van Loon. We've had some really good topics so mm-hmm. far, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Your topic about social media, Mark, right. and how much do we share. And then I talked about, what did I talk about? How do you capsulate that? Right. External. Right. External expressions of your face.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah? Right.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And they know, they will know that we are Christians by our love. And mm-hmm. what does that mean? What does that look like? So, all right. So, and people can weigh in on Facebook. Right. Speaking of social right. media.
2: You can get all our links at dot com.
0: Yep. Yeah. Check it out and like us on Facebook because we're, you know, building our audience there right. you can keep mm-hmm. track of you can see pictures mm-hmm. we'll have a picture of Michelle there with us right. and you can see yeah. other pictures of and the if you're catching podcasts.
2: up right now on mm-hmm. like you're this is way back now and there's yeah. a bunch of episodes that are up there yeah still chime in yeah. like we want to hear what you think yeah. about what we're talking about Absolutely. today
0: Absolutely. yeah we'd love that so
1: Michelle what's on your mind so the topic I brought um was triggered by a writer named Julie Beck who writes for the Atlantic who just put this query out there so i'm i'm going to set it up with kind of what her question was and then just a little piece of something else to kind of support why she's asking this question mm-hmm. so her question was tell us when did you become an adult Do you think you'll feel like a grown-up, she asks. In almost every part of the United States, Americans are legally adults when they turn 18, but that's a fairly arbitrary cutoff, especially since they can't legally drink until 21. Your body's mature after puberty, but that happens at different times for everyone, and your body keeps changing after that, of course. Your brain continues to develop throughout life, so there's no point at which it stops and you stabilize. Are you an adult when you get a job? Children as young as seven used to work in factories before the advent of child labor laws, and even now, plenty of high schoolers have part-time jobs. Is it when you're financially independent or when you feel like you figured out who you are? Some psychologists have begun studying this new stage of life that they're dubbing emerging adulthood, which lasts from 18 to 25 or so. Are emerging adults not truly adults, Hmm. she asks? Hmm. Then she asks people to weigh in, when do you become an adult? And then she (laughs) says, no, I'm really asking. It's a great question. I'm asking Mm -hmm. when you really become an adult. So, Like personally, not like culturally wide, but like individually. How did you know Mm. that you were an adult? That's my question. So let me just throw a couple more little tidbits into the mix here, into our verbal stew. From the New York Times someone writing about brain plasticity and, and brain growth and connections, he notes that one of the most notable demographic trends of the last two decades has been the delayed entry of young people into adulthood. So mm-hmm. he's kind of mm-hmm. talking about that emerging adulthood phase. According to a large-scale national study conducted in the, since the late 70s, it's taken longer for each successive generation to finish school, establish financial independence, marry, and have children. Today's 25-year-olds, compared with their parents' generation, that would be me, at the same age, are twice as likely to still be students, hmm. only half as likely to be married, and 50% more likely to be receiving financial assistance from their parents That that Author, his name is Lawrence Steinberg, and he's a professor of psychology at Temple University. Mm. So, when did you know that you were an adult? Not
0: yet. (laughs) That's exactly what I was going to say. You're welcome also for that. Well, the funny thing is that's hard and it's sad. mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: So, the funny thing is, in high school, Mm -hmm. I I thought I acted older hmm. than the rest of the class. Why? Because they were dumb and I wasn't.
1: No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Wow. No, no, no. But no, I mean, there was things, there was like, I mean, and I mean, mm-hmm. that, and I mean this, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean it like. I wasn't a part of the foolishness. Uh, mm-hmm. Like when this, I was like silliness? This, yeah, mm-hmm. silliness. I'm just like, oh, come on, grow up. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. is high school. I was 15, 16 years mm-hmm. old, and I just felt like I don't want to have anything to do with this. Mm-hmm. So I always acted, quote, unquote, of what I thought maturity was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. So that's what I thought in high school. But the funny thing is, going away to college and then into adulthood, I now feel like you expressed, Lori, that mm-hmm. there's no way I'm a grown-up right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, there might be things with like um, the work I've been in, the jobs mm-hmm. I've held and, you know, you know, doing a budget, that's an adult thing, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. figuring, figuring out how to pay off debt, all that. But as far as like attitude, I still feel like, you know, whether it's I'm mm-hmm. trying to learn stuff or I just want, now I want to do the stupid, foolish things, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. So now I don't know mm-hmm. where that is, oh, but, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I guess the answer, I mean, the serious answer to the question is, I mean, I don't know at what point, but I think it was when I realized, oh, I am on my own. Mm -hmm. And like you said in that article, I'm not relying on my parents for Mm -hmm. income or for allowance or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. I now have to do my own thing. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember exactly when that happened, but probably when I was away right after I graduated from college and started Mm -hmm. work. And I was like, oh, I have to find an apartment.
1: Mm -hmm. And sign a lease. Right. Mm -hmm. And buy a toaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, right. Anything you have to put a signature, <laughs> right. signature to, whether it's the yeah. lease or the credit card for right. the toaster. <clears throat> <Yeah. laughs> right, strong. right. Yeah.
0: Wow, I don't even know if that clicked in my head. As mm-hmm. this Now I'm an adult, now mm-hmm. that I've graduated college and I'm on my own. I, I don't think that I, I had that internal mm-hmm. sense of, okay, I'm an adult now. I Okay, I'll be really honest. I don't think I felt like i was adult ish until like maybe late 30s or even when i hit 40 Mm -hmm. because then there was this internal shift in me that was like wow i am like seriously now no longer the youngster Mm -hmm. um around me people younger people are looking to me Mm -hmm. and i am taking on greater responsibilities Mm -hmm. in life and i am now some people's like advisors or you know they come Mm -hmm. to me for advice and Mm -hmm. and it's like there was this mental shift in me that was like man okay Mm -hmm. I gotta take this seriously Mm -hmm. and I can't just think in my head oh I'm still the kid Mm -hmm. around here I don't know what I'm doing or you know somebody will bail me out (laughs) and it'll be fine which may be true whatever but well it's not true but I think there was that shift right around right, right. right around, which feels really late to me but I still so much in my head I feel like mm-hmm. I feel young.
1: Yeah. I understand yeah. cuz I I'm a grandmother. I've got a 12-year-old <laughs> grandson and I tell people when they look at me you can't possibly yeah. you're too young yeah. to have a 12-year-old. Seriously. Well, yeah. it, no I'm yeah. too immature to have. <laughs> A 12-year-old grandson. (laughs) But I got married when I was 20. I kind of fit the demographic trends of the boomer, the kind of tail end of the boomer generation Mm -hmm. that was described in this article. And I thought about it because I was out of the house when I was 17. I Mm. was at college. I was bouncing checks, which seems like a very adult thing to do. Mm -hmm. You know, that was part of my learning, was learning how to, handle finances and go to the store and buy ramen and Mm, all of those mm -hmm. things that you do when you're 17 or 18 years old. But I think for me, the kind of the entry into adulthood was when I had my daughter, I was 24, and she was really sick. And I kept looking over my shoulder for somebody to come Mm. and make her better and tell me what to do and take care of her at three in the morning because I was exhausted. And then I realized I was responsible. So Mm. someone has to be the grown up here. Mm -hmm. And that moment and then taking her to the doctor and having someone call Having the receptionist call Mrs. Van Loon and I looked around for my mother-in-law. <laughs> Where is she? Uh-huh. Oh wait, that's me. Mm. I'm I guess I'm Mrs. Van Loon, <laughs> carrying this little baby. And so that responsibility—it wasn't necessarily parenthood, it, but it was that sense of mm-hmm. having to be responsible, and nobody was going to come and do any of this for me. Yeah, Kind of like paying bills mm-hmm. and all of that. It's interesting what you said, Mark, mm-hmm. about now I kind of wish that I could go back and, you know, play and be crazy yeah. and all of that. <laughs> and I actually think that this isn't in the article, but I think that that's partly a sign of really good healthy maturity is that you realize Mm -hmm. that you can't do all this the rise of adult coloring books you know if you want to just like my husband and I have this coloring book on the table and I I just bought it for me because I thought it would be fun and creative and he's coloring in it and Mm -hmm. you know we're both working on the same picture and I'm like this is a totally playful childlike thing Mm -hmm. to do Mm -hmm. you know he's taking pottery classes and building pottery. So it's another form of play. So it isn't necessarily that you want to go, like, TP the vice principal's (laughs) house, you know. (laughs) Or maybe you do. Maybe I I do because I was a pretty bad kid in high school. And so maybe, yeah, (laughs) now that I think about it. But, you know, it isn't that. But it's that longing to still... Be able to play, Mm -hmm. you know that you didn't miss out or whatever. So it's not the it's not like being irresponsible
0: or like midlife crisis ish, but it's more like a healthy looking for balance in life, right? Right. Is that because especially Mm -hmm. if you were
1: a fifteen year old old man, you know, like right, you missed something important. You missed some fun, Mm -hmm. you know, like. mm while everybody else was over there TPing the VP, vice principals, you know, house, you know, they were doing fun things. And (laughs) while you were carrying a briefcase, you know,
0: (laughs) 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 I wonder if this growing up question, um, I, I wonder if people grow up faster, if they get married and have kids and have that little person that is just solely reliant on the parents I, don't, I mm. wonder if that dynamic because I, I wondered mm. because Mark you don't have kids and I don't have kids and and so I wonder I mean I've heard some people theorize that that kind of delays some of your mm. I don't know
1: yeah. uh, maturity development well, it just, I don't it, know it just happens it just looks yeah. different but yeah, it's still right. responsibility I think I have a, a friend who is a life coach and she actually says for her adulthood had to do with her parents dying and caring for them as they were dying, which, you know, is a completely different kind of passage. You know, is God at work in all of this, even in the delays? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. These people that are now writing, not just saying this is a bad thing that adolescence seems to be extended. I'm grateful that they've given it a different name so that it's just not you're just Peter Pan Mm -hmm. for 20 years, you know, until Mm -hmm. you turn 30 and then maybe you'll grow up. But that they're recognizing that we're living so much longer that adulthood. Processing into it is a completely different dynamic now. You know, if people are dying at 45, Mm. then they're getting married at 17. And, you know, they're old by the time they're... Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was 10 years ago. So you
0: know, I was actually just thinking about this. I heard on the radio that one of the guys, this is a little bit of a rabbit trail. just Don't, to pre- let's go there. Prepare you <laughs> for go. for the whiplash. Go. So go. one of the guys in Rolling Stones, he's mm-hmm. he turned 68 mm-hmm. super recently. his 37 year old wife is pregnant with twins. <laughs> and it's like, wow. <laughs> I don't know. Part of me is mm-hmm. just, and I don't know if this is, this is probably just cultural, but I'm just like, that is so wrong. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> that, is, that is so weird. Maybe he'll grow up
1: at last. <laughs> right. I mean, now that's just
0: weird I because 68. I mean, 68, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. And so my mind kind of went to, wow, did God really intend for 68 year old men to have babies at this Mm -hmm. stage in their life who am I to say whether or not God intended that for them I I, I I, I have no right the times of
2: Abraham they lived in the hundreds of years too thank you that's good yes yeah
0: good good illustration of that yeah so I don't know it just felt like wow that's that that feels messed up as far as like how God intends it to be here's me (laughs) you know American (laughs) <laughs> traditional American. white privileged right. me, you know, saying this. So, you know, they don't fit in my box. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and so I was well, just kind of wrestling with that, like stages of life. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, kind it's of, hard because when you think
2: about if he's 68, yeah. by the time the kids are going right. to college, will he even yeah. still be here? Right. Right. Are
0: they going to have a dad? Right. I right. I yeah. do know. I know. But they'll, you know, they'll have a mom. They'll have great care, no doubt. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 Right. Who am I to judge? Right. I know. A generation stones. ago, we all sang "Hope
1: I Die Before I yes. Get Old," but now yeah. it's "Hope I Have Babies Before I Get Old." Yeah. Right? So Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. at least at least that guy. Yeah. So
0: right, right. <laughs> right. And I don't know if he has any other kids. Yeah. I don't know Probably. if he's been married before or whatever. Mm. Man, those Rolling Stones. I know. So I think they're gonna live forever. Gonna live forever. <laughs> How is <laughs> it even possible? And perform forever. Right. Right. It's just they're right. unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so on that interesting yeah! note. <laughs> Michelle, oh my gosh, it great was super
2: topic. fun to oh, be yeah. here with you so guys. Glad you were here. This is
1: great,
0: let's this do is it again. Best, yes, that will be so fun. Help me in. awesome! Yeah. And all
2: of Michelle's information is at the website, Great Millrosepodcast.com I have information about uh, one of your books. And then a link to your website. They can find out about mm-hmm. all your published work. So get to know Michelle That's there right. online as well.
0: Yeah. She's a great person that you mm-hmm. will want a friend on Facebook. Oh, yes. <laughs> And I'll like you back. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Mark. This
1: was fun. Yes, thank you, Yeah, yeah
0: being our, our uh, tech setup dude and all your work behind the scenes. Really appreciate you, Mark. Thank and you. we can find out more about you on our website, yes. millrosepodcast.com. Right, and
2: you as well. Yeah. Look at that.
0: like <laughs> Like me. Yes. Like <laughs> us on all. On Facebook. <laughs> like us. <laughs> I need the affirmation. Yes. <laughs> you guys, this has been really, really fun. Yes, we'll definitely. see you again next time all on the right. Millrose
1: Podcast.